Welcome to Dreaming Back to the Earth, a podcast dedicated to the concept that our dreams and their wisdom are a path to our soul-rooted relationship to self and earth. My name is Mary Kay Casper, and I am co-host with Katrina Dreamer of Dreaming Back to the Earth. In this episode, I'm going to be going solo and speaking about the concept of the calling. Right now, we are recognizing and celebrating the Celtic seasonal theme of Imbol. And in ancient cultures, it was a recognition of the new light that is coming to us. How it manifests in our waking life is through the opportunity to discover what the light that desires to be ignited in us will be. What is it that wants to be seated in us so that it may grow and blossom in the future. I think then it's very appropriate to talk about the calling as a way of understanding through the dream what wants to be awakened in us to support our becoming into the life that we yearn to live. Our dreams can acknowledge our callings in various ways. Our dreams can show us what the callings are, what blocks us from those callings, and can guide us through its wisdom, through the support of the manifestation of our dreams. A dream. She stands facing the landscape of devastation. A mist of wet grayness, thick and greasy, fills the air. The land hangs before her, a wasteland of collapsed buildings and empty streets filled with the remnants of an unfit guardian. Splatters of desperate and tattered souls scourge the land for food and safety in alleys and burned-out buildings. She searches for her destination and then moves quietly and cautiously through the rubble. Her only protection is her tattered clothes and battered boots. There are whispers that call to her in the darkness, a place she is all too familiar with. Stop now, you cannot make it. There is nothing to be found and it is too late. Yet she tenderly steps forward, avoiding the trash of this forgotten place. She arrives at the station, a place only known in memories which held power. She waits on the edge as time pulsates like waves of emptiness and uncertainty. She waits, daring to know what has not been seen. She waits on the platform, her destiny waiting to be released, yearning for freedom and begging to be awake. She waits, and in the distance, she notices a speck of light coming her way. There is a song in each of us that longs to be discovered and sung. It is unique. This longing is manifested in many forms. It could be an ache in the belly, a feeling of emptiness, a wondering that won't go away, 
that there is something that needs to be done. It could arise over time or surprise us in the moment. We could be bulldozed over with the brilliance of a knowing or stalked by a whisper that is not quite clear. Callings can precede a direct action such as participating in a rite of passage initiation, praying, a major life event, healing, or a loss of some type. But it isn't always this way. A calling could be a longing for change, relationship, release, acknowledgement, or creation. It could be as big as leaving a job or beginning a new practice in daily life. And yet, no matter how and when, for many of us, there comes a time when we awaken to the acknowledgement that we are being called and cannot ignore it. This calling, if manifested, determines the course of our journey. And when we do not heed the call by either denying or pretending another path will satisfy our current conditions, the ache gets deeper and sometimes the consequences get rougher. And if we let it linger within for a long time, the pain of that longing can envelop our daily existence. What is the experience of yearning that has evolved in us? The purpose, I believe, is to summon an adherence away from a practical everyday life and to encourage new levels of awareness and relationship to ourselves and the greater cosmos of our being. It comes as a dialogue between our heart, body, mind, and spirit. We often experience in our bodies through a constant headache or a psyche through worrying and maybe even daydreaming that cannot be released. There's a sense of wanting and not wanting that pulls at us. And these experiences, they can terrify us and fill us with hope. And to heed a call is not about getting the end result. It's about the expectation of all that has transpired. Instead, it is the act of experience of the freedom of the possible knowing that makes sense no matter what the results. Because sometimes what we think we are being called to do is just another door to a different path. Yet we often forget the call, lock it in a cabinet between the staircase, hoping it will remain hidden. It's just too hard to do. Maybe we forget, but is that really true? Perhaps we do not really forget. Instead, maybe the reality is we are afraid of what our callings might require of us what we might have to sacrifice or take on. Perhaps we also fear the hope that our callings will invoke in us and the power that they will ignite in us. There are so many forces in this world that would try to squash or disregard the longings that arise in all of us, culture, technology, consumerism, trauma, and more. They numb us out and distract us from the tugging from within. Even the voices of our past, present, and future, wrapped in family, friends, school, work, and community, impact our ability to listen and manifest. 
with all of this said, there are times when the whispers we feel and hear and experience in some form become too long, too, too long, loud to ignore. There are times when the pain of not listening becomes so unbearable, and all we can do is heed the call or die within in some form. And on this planet right now, in this history, in this culture, our yearnings are also filled with the depth of emptiness and loneliness that come from a disconnection from each other and the landscape around us. Could it be that this emptiness, this loneliness, is a call to come back into right relationship with ourselves, with each other, and the communities of the landscape around us? Could we be hearing the call of spirit, soul, the land to remember? And maybe, just maybe, it's critical that we start heeding this call. So how do our dreams guide us, open us, awaken us to understand our callings? They offer an opportunity to show us the story of who we are, to understand how we got to where we are today, our history, our lineage. They show us where our blocks are. They offer a glimpse of the future wrapped in the present. They may show us what our callings are, and the blocks to those callings. And even sometimes they may give us directions in how to take care of ourselves and how to walk the path to our callings. A dream may be as subtle as the dream that I offered here or as direct as, it's time you wrote that poem, dear. And if we work the dream to understand who we are in relationship to the yearnings that we have within, if we pay attention to how the landscape and the story of the dream offers the guidance, then we are not alone in working through the process of stepping into that calling. In this dream, which is my dream, it is showing me the landscape that I'm living in or have lived in. I work it as my association to the landscape of devastation, the collapsed building and empty streets, the desperate souls searching for food, all relate to who I was and at the time was continuing to be. I was becoming face to face to the struggles that I had and the life that I was living at the same time that I was having desires for a different life. And so in the work that I do with the dream, I am able to become aware of what that devastation is to me. What is the heaviness? 
what are the collapsed buildings in my life? And who are the tattered souls? And am I struggling with them to find the nurturing and the nourishment to live my daily life in this devastation? And yet the dream shows me that I desire to leave this place because I am searching. This was a threshold dream for me because it was able to show me the life that I had lived and was living and yet at the same time, I had a desire and I was walking out of that devastation. And I had protection. Of course, the whispered calls were my psyche. The places in me that kept me from the reality that it was time to change. The voices that have often in my life said, you can't do it. And yet again, where is that association? Who are the voices in me that keep me from my brilliance, from my goals in life? And I kept going. It is interesting that I come to a train station, which is a place of movement and transportation to go from one place to another. Again, a representation of a threshold. And that I am waiting there on the edge, on the platform. I am waiting for the train to come. I am acknowledging that there is freedom if I just wait and not run back to what I think might be safe. And the beauty of that dream was to see the light. For the light for me was an acknowledgement of the possible and that I was not alone and that I could leave this place. This was, again, a very huge dream for me. A dream that I call a calling dream, an acknowledgement dream. It didn't give me the answer, but it showed me that I was moving towards it, that I was moving towards the light, that I was stepping through the threshold. It wasn't long after I received this dream that I made a decision to leave the area that I had been living in for 27 years and move to a new part of the country. I believe that working this dream and practicing the energy of walking through the devastation, noticing the voices, but continuing to walk and standing on the platform and watching the light come through me and through me changed me energetically in a way that helped me to have the strength, along with other dreams that came after this dream, 
to assist in the changes that I needed to make to leave the area I was in. And again, the practice that I had was to keep walking when I hear the voices in my waking life that were saying, you can't do this. Keep walking forward. Notice the light in my life. Notice what the light represented. These were practices that assisted me in moving through my life and changing things. And so the dream has a powerful role in supporting us to understanding and stepping through our own thresholds, whether it's a monumental change that was for me or, again, just changing something in my life that works towards bringing me to more wholeness and being in relationship. Filling the emptiness that we feel. Our dreams can guide us. And so this is the beauty of this time of year. And paying attention to our dreams this time of year and being curious about what they're telling us related to the land and the season can give us an insight into what it is that we yearn for and how can we get there. I appreciate you being with me today in this podcast. And as always, we offer a practice or a suggestion for an activity. And I would suggest that you look at your dreams this time of year and notice where they might be suggesting a change or a practice or a desire that you're feeling. I would also spend some time writing or if you're an artist working with art in some way with the intention to ask about what your yearnings are and taking that to your sleeping hours or your journeying time. What is it that I yearn for in my life? What is calling to me? What do I desire to seed in my life right now? It could be that you are struggling with a big decision, or it could be that there is something new that wants to be a part of your life, a new practice, a new opportunity or activity. It could be anything. And put that intention out for your sleeping hours. Ask for a dream. And if you're already in a place of feeling that deep emptiness and yearning and you have a calling that seems real clear and you're struggling with it, ask the dream to tell you, to show you what the block might be to manifesting that calling in your life. Again, I thank you for being with me on this incredible day, 
with a wintry weather in my landscape, this is dreaming back to the earth. Till we see you again. <laughs>